This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. AC Sparky, 5 or 1250 AM, the fan in beautiful Milwaukee, Wisconsin, along with our guy Ryan Horvat, uh, BetMGM tonight, weeknights, part of the BetQL Radio Network. Uh, of course, BetMGM, a big, big sponsor of the BetQL uh, Radio Network and part of those shows, him, Nick Ashu, and Trista Crick. Uh, all do a great job. And of course, you can check them guys coming out uh, Thursday night. Uh, they'll be on the radio, of course. Also, you can check uh, me out uh, myself uh, as Packer fans. Odyssey is doing something special for this, uh, this year's NFL draft. Brian Baldinger, Jason Lock and Four hosting the 2023 Odyssey Draft Show. Join them on the first night of the draft this Thursday as they talk with local experts from Odyssey podcasts across the country. I'll be joining them to give them instant reaction and analysis after the Packers pick. Leading up to the draft, check out Bali's podcast in the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns. The draft show starts this Thursday, just a couple days away here, uh, April 27th at 6 p.m. Central. Listen on the free Odyssey app and watch on the Odyssey Sports YouTube channel. So looking forward to that coming up on Thursday night. Packers now have pick 13. For those of you living under a rock and are not aware that the Packers traded Aaron Rodgers, let me tell you the details. The uh, New York Jets get Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 in the first round this year, uh, and a fifth round pick this year, pick 170. The Packers get pick 13, so a pick uh, swap of two choices. A 2023 second round pick, their first at 42, a sixth round pick at 207, and the kicker, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first round pick next year from the Jets to the Packers if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays on offense for the New York Jets. Nothing, nothing, let me repeat, nothing is tied to whether or not he plays in 2024 uh, for the New York Jets, which is a beautiful thing. At the end of the day, everything Brian Gutenkunst wanted, which was essentially a first and a second, it appears, Ryan Horvath, that Brian Gutenkunst got what he wanted. Yeah, first things first. You ever notice that you never know that you need a haircut until it's like way too late and your hair is just a complete disaster? Like that's what I'm noticing today on camera. Uh, You know what, man? I'm pretty happy with the package, to be quite honest with you. Now, like in a dream world, two first-round picks, right? Sure. But – You know, I mean, like you said, there's nothing tied to Aaron Rodgers playing another year. So I think this is, man, a good deal from Goot. I think actually it's a good deal for both teams. I know people on social media think that the Jets got fleeced and maybe they did a little bit, but man, like the Jets are going all in to win a Super Bowl now. You kind of, this is the price of doing business, right? Like the Rams did the same thing. Now they're going to have to, I I mean, that's why they're trading Jalen Ramsey, right? And like maybe even moving Matthew Stafford and going through a rebuild. But that's how it works in the NFL. It's a short window. So people could say the Jets got fleeced. I don't think they did. Uh, but also the Packers didn't get fleeced, and I think that they win the deal, man. You get the first-round pick. Now, if a guy like Jackson Smith the Jigba is there, he's probably going to be there. Michael Mayer, whatever you want. Kincaid, anything that you want, man, is going to be there. And also, in that spot where you're at, teams might be looking to move up. Maybe you could even move back still, get more picks. I love this deal. 
I mean, it sucks to say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not the biggest Brian Gutekinds fan, but as a businessman, I think he did a really good job here. He held his ground. He waited for the right offer, and he got the offer. And like you said, I think the most important thing, man, is now you're 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 goodbye, Aaron. Like because him and Goot obviously don't get along. You're not attached to whatever he does next year because who knows what he's going to be like next year. He gets a little bit more weird every year, a little bit stranger. So I really like the deal, man. Can't wait to see what they do in the draft. I'm just happy it's over. Like we've been talking about this for months, man. Like we've known that he was going to be a jet. So I'm just happy it's official. What happened was what we talked about. Woody Johnson owner fan said to hell with it. Get this deal done. Whatever they want, just get the deal done. Like, that's it. That I think that's what it came down to. He got impatient and said, just get this done. I'm sick yep. of hearing about this. I want him in my jersey. I want to be able to sell his jerseys around the draft. I want to be able to do all that stuff. I can't do any of it if you don't have this deal done. And then on top of it, Rodgers decides he's not going to take 12 because Namath gave his blessing. No, I'm going to play with eight, which is what he played with at California. Do you want to know what number he wore at Butte College? Do you know? He wore at Butte, he wore... Four. Oh, yeah, four. That's right. Could you imagine if he would have wore four for the New York Jets? How awesome would that have been? Could you imagine that? That would have been amazing had he went wore four. <laughs> I'm wearing four because I wore it at Butte. And Brett wore four, but we won't talk about that. I'm going to wear it because I wore it at Butte. Hilarious. But no, he's wearing eight. Uh, so we don't get that to, to live through that. That would have been funny. Yeah. Sorry, Elijah Moore, right? Hey, I, you listen. I mean, I'm he's gone. Like, no, it's just funny that Rodgers is like, yeah, yeah. Screw all I'm these guys. I'm fine not getting one of those veteran wide receivers, too. Like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm so happy. Yeah, because, dude, I mean, now, Spark, if you want Jackson's like, Here's the thing, man. I keep seeing, like, and I know everybody's getting excited for JSN. I got to be honest. I don't really want JSN. I'm not going to pout and complain if they get JSN. It's just I'm pretty happy with the wide receiver room where I think that there's going to be really good value in the second or third round. I think I think some of these guys are going to drop. I think a Jordan Addison can drop. He's definitely dropping. He's so small, and he's not fast. So I don't think that he's a good fit for, fit for the Packers. But that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? There's going to be some names that are available. With Jordan Love, I really want a tight end. I really, the more I think about it, man, and I know I'm a big Notre Dame fan, I want Michael Mayer because if he is the next Gronk, Travis Kelsey, and he's available, I've, I've watched every single snap. I like Kincaid, don't get me wrong. You know I love that Utah team. They made me so much money. I like both of those guys. But I just think in LaFleur's offense, man. Not at 13. He's not drafting a tight end at 13. There's no chance. Like, You're right. I, what about you, Bichon? You couldn't convince me of it. Now, could they go from 13 to 20 and draft a tight end? Sure. That I'll buy. Go back and still get Kincaid or Mayer or whoever at that point. That I, I, I'll I get down with that. I'll tell you who's going to be there at 13, maybe. Bijan. That's what I'm saying. I just I, I, yeah. They won't do it, though. They won't do Bijan, it. Bijan, he might be think... there at 13. But... What the man? Why wouldn't they do it? Because who the hell thought they were taking A.J. Dillon in the second right. round with Aaron Jones? And I know that they were replacing Jamal Williams, but... Goody at his press conference just said yesterday, by the way, convenient that that deal gets done right before his press conference to talk about the draft. That's he right. said pretty much that in his time, you have the... Draft for knee going kind of right on one side of your head. And then you got best player available. And he realized that best player available normally works itself out because you have no idea by the time week one comes because of injuries or whatever else, really what you're going to need by that point. He goes, so it, it's normally better just to go with best player available 
and go from there. If you're going best player available and Bijan Robinson is there, there is no debate. Yeah. He will be the best player available. Now, having said that, we talk about going back. More than likely, Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State, might be there. Roderick Jones, the offensive tackle from where? Georgia. He might still be there, right? So if there is a team needing an offensive tackle, you might have two or three sitting there at 13 where teams are going to want to come up. No, it ain't going to be a quarterback, but offensive tackles have some value in the first round, right? So yeah. that might be the carrot dangling of who wants to tackle, come get him. And we're going to move on back and get our tight end later in the first round and pick up another third round pick or another second round pick, whatever the case may be. I, I think it makes all the sense in the world for them to go back or, yeah. or I will throw this out. And I know it's not the Packer way, but be honest, that's all that's out the window. What if they packaged a second round pick or something like that to go up to get Jalen Carter? Bring the Georgia okay. kid, bring the Georgia kid home. Sorry, for some reason my my internet that that's I was actually about to bring that up to you. So that's who I want. The more I think about it, man. Now you and want Bijan? No, no, I mean I want Bijan, but I just I'm talking realistic here. Yeah. What do I continue to say? I think that Jordan Love will be fine. I think the offense will be fine. I think they'll score enough points to win football games next year. I just worry about the defense, man. The defense was a huge bust. I mean, I know guys will be healthier, we think, but when's Rashawn Gary coming back? Sure, we expect some leaps from some of these guys. Maybe some bounce back seasons from a guy like Devondre Campbell, a guy like Rasul Douglas. But I love Jalen Carter because like guys like him don't come out every year. The combine or the workout, whatever, sucked. The off the field stuff sucks. But he's going to be a dude. And it's the kind of guy that the Packers never draft. I'm sick of the, uh, you know, the dudes from Northwestern, the Ivy Leaguers. I don't want any more of those guys. I, I want guys, you know, like, are not those guys. Yeah, I want guys with speed that can fly to the ball. Like, this guy's just a freak athlete. So, either him. I kind of like the corners in this draft. I like Witherspoon out of Illinois. Funny story about him, man. He had no offers. He was a one-star recruit going into Illinois. He weighed like 145 pounds. He was a basketball player. His mom was like, you should try out football. In his first year, he had like seven picks. The next year, he had like eight picks. But he didn't get any looks. He's really good. I watched all like a lot of him too. Really good in run defense too. He could tackle. And that's what I like about Witherspoon. Our corners can't tackle. Even Jair since that shoulder injury. No interest. He has no interest in tackling. Witherspoon does. So if you could get a physical corner or if you could get a defensive lineman or another pass rusher, I'm all for that. I'm not going to complain if they get JSN. I am going to feel a little bit bad for my guy Rodgers since they never got him a first-round talent. I know it's way too early for a tight end, but I love those guys. If they go Bijan, I'll, I'll buy the jersey that, that night. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I, my, my thing is going to be this. I think there's a lot of Packer fans that don't want Jalen Carter because of the off the field stuff. Okay. But I think there's even more Packer fans that don't want you to trade up for Jalen Carter in the draft to go get that guy. But if he's as good as he was at college, I'm not going to say he's Aaron Donald, but he's damn good. Yeah, man, like damn good. He's a guy, to, he's like the guy that 
He's the guy that, like, when I used to watch football with my grandfather, he would be like, watch this guy on the defensive line or watch this tackle or watch this pulling guard. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that nonsense. Now when I watch football, I do watch. And he's just like he always stands out. You know what I mean? Like there were I thought Aiden Hutchinson should have went number one overall. And I get it. Like now we're going to do the same thing this year with Will Anderson. There's guys that are guaranteed to be players like eight and a half to 10 sack guys, but they're never going to be like Miles Garrett. So right. you always go for the guy. That's why Walker went first last year to Jacksonville because he's got a higher ceiling. I'd rather have the safest pick. I agree with what Goot said, though, man. You take best available. If Bijan's the best player on the board and you think, man, if this guy stays healthy, he's a future Hall of Famer. And I know that's so hard to predict, but he's generational. You got to take him. Because Aaron Jones is getting, let's be honest, old. And again, you could use Aaron Jones in a different role. He could become your gadget guy. He can't handle 20 carries a game anyway. And let's be honest, man. Do you still trust Aaron Jones in these big spots? Because I sure as hell don't. How many times is he going to fumble, put the ball on the carpet? That's true. And when are we going to realize A.J. Dillon, God bless his soul, we know that he loves Door County. One day he's going to move there. He seems like a good enough guy and he's got big legs. He's not Mike Allstott and he sure as crap not Derrick Henry. Bijan could be like AP type back. And let's be honest, like, man, I keep hearing about LaFleur's offense being a running offense, right? We're talking multi-tight ends, uh, two tight end sets. We're running the football. Let's get weird. I want Bijan. I won't, no, even, I, I won't even be mad if they take Skaronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern. There's going to be so many guys. Like, this isn't a great draft, but in that first round, there's going to be so many guys that could be just solid pros for this team for a long, long time and help Jordan Love out. Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is 29 this year, okay? Yeah, man. Aaron Jones has a cap hit of $8.1 a dead cap number if they were to move on from him of $18 million. So clearly they're not moving on from him. No. Now, in 2024, he turns 30. Now, we know 30 for running backs is the end of the line usually in the NFL, right? That's usually the age where they start going uh, downhill. But again, this is according to Track. His cap hit next year is $17.7 million on the cap for Aaron Jones. That's a huge number for a running back. His dead cap number is $12 million. So essentially, you save $5 million if you let him go after this year. You still have to carry a dead cap number of $12 million, but because of this Aaron Rodgers deal, you're free and clear of the Aaron Rodgers deal. However, you have Jordan Love, who we all assume they're picking up the fifth-year option, at $20 million, That's going to be sitting there on your cap as well unless they extend him, which they better extend him at this point. You just traded Aaron Rodgers. You better tell me you have more than enough confidence than to extend this dude past next year. Because if you don't, what did you just do? Uh, that, that, that's my thing. What, do, what are we doing if you don't extend Jordan Love? Like, that should be the next thing that happens, is the Jordan Love extension should be the next bit of news out of Green Bay. Oh, you mean like before he takes a snap? Done. I, I'm doing it immediately. Like, I'm not even thinking about it. This is not going to be a thing all year. Like, we're just extending you. We believe in you. Let's go. I'm not I'm not playing this game up. I'm going to play him at $20 million next year. You guys can hate me for this. Here's what I want to happen with Jordan Love, right? I either want year to year one, he's nobody's going to be Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. But year one, we like, we're like, you know, with Aaron, man, or even that game against Dallas, we're like, oh, he doesn't look so goofy. He's not holding the ball up here anymore. He can make the throws. He looks good. And then year one, 28 touchdown passes, 12 picks, 4,000 yards. They just weren't a very good football team. I either want to see that from Jordan Love, like, holy crap, he's the guy, or I want him just to suck, just to be the biggest disaster in pro football history. I'm talking like four, five pick games, 
and I want this team to win two games because I either, I don't want to be in football hell. I don't want to be the Lions, eight, nine wins. You know what I mean? I either want to be a two-win football team with the possibility of Caleb Williams or Drake May, or I want to be like, okay, we got a quarterback to build on. I don't want this like 17 touchdown, 18 pick season where you see some good, you see some bad. I either want Jordan Love to be a dude or I want him to be a failure. I know that makes me a bad guy, but Caleb Williams reminds me of Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay. So I'll say my side of this now. Okay. That's, that's good. Your side. I'll say my side. Okay. If this is going to go sideways, right. And they're not going to win a lot of games. Then I want them not, not because of him, but just in general, let's say they win seven games and like Rogers, they can't finish out close games and he's struggling to win close games. They're there. They just can't get over the hump, whatever. Okay. So let's say they win six games or seven games, something like that. What I also want, I want the Jets to go win seven games too, somewhere in that area. Because then you get their first round pick and your first round pick. Now I can combo picks and go up and get Marvin Harrison Jr. to add to this offense. That's what I want. To add Marvin Harrison Jr. to this offense in next year's draft. To go with Watson. To go with Romeo Dobbs. To go with, if you draft B. John Robinson. Can you imagine that? B. John Robinson, Marvin Harrison Jr., Christian Watson, and the second round, if you come back and get Washington from Georgia or Laporta from Iowa at tight end, I mean, now you're talking about uh, an unbelievable offense around Jordan Love to build with going forward. Now, obviously, you'd have to have two teams that play not very good football and then find a team willing to deal with you to let you go up to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Because yeah. that dude is lock, stock, and barrel. Like, you, we could talk about the quarterbacks, how much you like the quarterbacks. Marvin Harrison Jr. is can't miss, right? I mean, there, there's just no way he's not the best wide receiver uh, in college football next year, providing he's healthy. Yeah, man. And Ohio State wins that game against Georgia if he doesn't get hurt. They have yeah. no answer for him, man. And that's also I've, – I've defended C.J. Stroud enough. But even when he left that game, C.J. Stroud made every single throw. Really quickly, good point. Okay, so you want the Jets to stink too. I look six, seven wins, give them a chance to go up, trade two ones to go up there. Yeah. So obviously like way too early here, but the Packers at Lambeau this year, winnable games. Okay. The bears, the lions, the Vikings, the bucks with Baker Mayfield. Then they get the chargers at Lambeau, the Rams at Lambeau. Rams will be winnable. They're the Saints, they gave up. Saints at Lambeau. And I think the saints will be much better this year. Right. With Derek, Derek Carr. Carr still. So he'll always yeah. give you a chance. On the road, obviously, NFC opponents. And then you get Atlanta, winnable game. Yes. You get the Panthers, winnable yes. game. They get the South this year, man. The Broncos could be great, could be terrible. The they Raiders. Won't be as bad as last year. Raiders are going to stink. They may have CJ yes. Stroud as their quarterback. The Giants, I think, come back down to earth. Yep. Steelers will beat the Packers. See, they're going to win like 10 games. They might, man. But then, look, okay, so you want seven wins for the Jets schedule. The Jets this year, right? They are going to get uh, Washington at home. That's a win. They are going to be uh, on the road in Dallas, on the road in Denver, on the road in Vegas, on the road in Miami, obviously, on the road in New England, on the road at the Giants. They get Buffalo at – well, I'm reading the schedule. Okay, so the teams that out of their division, um, Kansas City – so Rodgers against Mahomes. Lost. The Chargers, I think the Chargers might win the Super Bowl this year, man. Kellen Moore is going to actually let Justin Herbert throw the football. The Eagles at home, but still. 
Dude, that is a, that's a nightmare, man. At God. Cleveland oh, against Atlanta and against Houston. They could be – I mean, they could win the Super Bowl or they could be a complete disaster 7-8 win team. Yes. I just think that defense is too good. If Brees Hall's healthy, he's a stud. And, like, Garrett Wilson with Aaron Rodgers is that probably is not – Gosh, we're going to be so good, Sparky. That is not an easy schedule, dude. I don't care what you say. That schedule is not easy. That is a tougher schedule than the Packers. Yeah, you can't even argue it. that. Yeah, and but Cleveland, not, say what you want about win. I don't think it's seven win. Talk about Cleveland, and I, I hate the Browns right now because now we're stuck with Jimmy Haslam. By the way, I don't think they've won since Jimmy Haslam has been owner of the Bucks. Th- <laughs> this is the other thing. Deshaun Watson, if he's right, that Cleveland team might be a rebound team this year that might find themselves in the playoffs if Deshaun Watson's right because he wasn't right last year at all. Yeah, people keep telling me that, man, but like I really need to see him get right because I was like, oh, man, Deshaun's a top four quarterback in the league, people forget, uh, on the field. And, th- and then he came back and like the mechanics were crap. It looked like he forgot how to play football. Yep, and, it did. And I don't know, man. I feel like – I mean, I don't want to talk about all that nonsense, but I feel like a lot of that has to weigh on you. He might just be a broken man at this point. I need to see it from I, – I have more faith in Aaron Rodgers this season than Deshaun Watson. Well, he's going to be a broken, very rich man based on the contract he got, regardless of how bad he plays. He's getting all of it. All right, let's move on. Topic number two. How will you remember Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Horvath? Oh, man, I might cry. Well, he's my favorite football player. He's my favorite professional athlete all time. Uh you know what? On and off the field. I like Aaron Rodgers, the person. I know he's out there. I like that. I got a kick out of him, man. Sticking it to the media. Uh, I feel like he was doing an epic troll job at the end there. I like the McAfee stuff. I like the McAfee show. I guess I'm a meathead. I loved watching Aaron Rodgers play football. This season was a little bit of a struggle with the young receivers and with him being injured. But man, like, I'll remember him as one of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. Unfortunately, He's not going to be the GOAT. He's not better than Tom Brady. I kind of look at him like Dan Marino, although he does have the Super Bowl ring, kind of like Brett Favre. You know, people will say he choked in the big spots. I don't know about all that. You know, his team let him down. There were times where he did choke in the big spots. But I'll always remember him playing through injury, playing with a broken leg, coming back to beat the Bears. I'll never forget the first game I ever got to cover as an intern. I went to Soldier Field. It's the game where he comes back from the collarbone injury to find Cobb. Packers win the NFC North and go to the playoffs. Like, that's what I'll always remember. The Hail Marys. He just kept making plays. And, uh, man, he threw a pretty ball. And he was tough as hell. Even if you hate Aaron Rodgers, you have to admit, he was one of the tougher players in Packer history. And I agree that, like, nobody carried the G quite like him. He loved being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. It sucks that it ends the way that it ends. I wish him the best. I wish the Jets the best. I wish the Packers the best. But I'll just remember him as like one of the toughest players ever to play the game and a great regular season quarterback. Can't call him a great postseason quarterback, unfortunately, though. Although, if you look at the postseason numbers, man, really, really good. But some of that's I get in the fourth quarter. You know, they're already down in some of those games like Atlanta and San Francisco or, you know. But uh, one of the greats, one of the greatest of all time. That's how I'll remember him. All right, last topic here. Mock draft Last one, final Packers mock draft uh, as we get ready here for the draft coming up on Thursday. And then we'll do another show uh, coming up on Friday Yeah, uh, to continue to talk about uh, what all is going on uh, with the Green Bay Packers because they'll have their pick Thursday, or at least I think they'll have their pick on Thursday. Uh, and then we'll go from there. So I, I want to, first of all, 
there, there's a couple of things here. Pete Prisco did a mock draft um, from CBS Sports. Pete Prisco, uh, friends with Leroy Butler, was on the Wendy's Big Show numerous times, so forth. And he did a mock draft of what he believes each team should do. Now, I saw a couple of people this morning on Twitter saying that Will Levis has told people he's going one to Carolina. Now, that's, some, that's from somebody on Reddit, though. Be careful with this. You know, I saw that. The guy that posted it on Reddit was on Twitter, and then he posted it to, I should have saved it, dude from Pro Football Focus or something like that. And that dude said, yeah, he heard the same thing. And then it just started snowballing off of that on social media. Either way, who knows? But I'll tell you this much. Will Levis fits into what Frank Reich wants at quarterback. Big, tall, physical pocket quarterback. That's what Frank Reich likes. Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, those are the guys, Carson Wentz, those are the guys Frank Reich likes to coach. This whole young thing is not the type of quarterback that Frank Reich coaches. That, that He's not been in that situation to coach that type of quarterback. So I'm just saying, if they do that, I'll be so happy if they get Levis because then I don't have to worry about the Colts screwing this up. So if that's what happens, fine. Then I see Dan Orlovsky. And I like Orlowski. He's been on the big show, too. He's awesome. But the, the comparisons that I, he continues to put out there between Levis and Josh Allen are going to drive me just absolutely bonkers crazy. Putting up all oh, these identical numbers and all oh, these identical numbers. Ah, da, 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 da. Stop. They're both tanks. They're both just tanks. Who do, you, who do you want? I want Stroud to the Colts. That's who I want at four. I think I don't think you're I think Stroud's still going number two. I, I dude. I know that he tested crappy, but at the end of the day, I think the tape speaks for itself. I'd be shocked if he didn't go number two, unless, you know, the Texans really want their defensive. Well, we're going to find out. So anyways, so in this draft, he's got Levis going to Carolina one, Bryce Young to the Texans two, Jalen Carter to the Cardinals three, Stroud to the Colts at four, Anthony Richardson to Seattle at five, which would be awfully high. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez to the Lions. Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback to uh, Vegas that you're talking about. Tyree Wilson, this is the most popular pick of all of them to Atlanta. I think a ton of people have this at eight. Will Anderson slides all the way to Chicago at nine. That would be an unbelievable coup by the Bears if they get the edge rusher from Alabama. Nolan Smith from Georgia to Philly. Peter Skaronsky at 11, the offensive lineman to Tennessee. Jordan Addison, I think this is way too high, uh, to Houston at 12. And then he's got your tight end from Notre Dame. At 12 or 13 to the Green Bay Packers, and then Broderick Jones and Paris Johnson after that. Hey, man, I won't complain. I would rather have Paris Johnson than Michael Moore at 13. If you're telling me I can get an offensive tackle or the tight end, I'm gonna go offensive tackle because I got two picks in the second. I'm gonna get a tight end in the second round. And you're talking about a possible left tackle to replace Bakhtiari for the next decade to protect Jordan Love. I can't pass up an offensive tackle for a tight end. I can't do it. I'm too close to the situation because a couple of years ago I said that I wouldn't have taken Kyle Pitts in the top 20. And now I want this kid. I've watched every single well, snap. You're a Notre Dame I, fan, so you've seen everything. You take him out of that offense the last couple of years. It's, it's nonsense. You and I could have quarterbacked that team. Drew Pine? Like, in, in, the, in, in Mara was awesome. Jack Cohn? <laughs> I mean, you know that. He made Jack Cohn. Jack Cohn has a job in the XFL because of Michael Mayer. That is true. Yeah, you are right about that. That has, that's, a, that's a good that's point. I don't got much on that one. Jack no, Cohn would be, yeah. That, that totally makes sense. All right, so I went in. ESPN has a mock draft simulator that you can do uh, as well, right? Yep. So I'm last night it. I went, and after this trade I'll have, I was like, all right, I'm going to go make one here so we don't have to waste time doing it during the actual show. 
So I took 13. I moved down quickly uh, to 26, and I got 58 as well in returns. I got 26 and 58 for 13, so I got their second-round pick. So at 26, Dalton Kincaid fell to me at 26. So I took Dalton Kincaid at 26. At 42, I took Keanu Benton from the Badgers, right, with the Jets pick. At 45, I took Jonathan Mingo, the wide receiver, at 45 to get me one more wide receiver. And then at 58, I took an offensive tackle and DeWan Jones, an offensive tackle. But get this. In the third round, still sitting there on this ESPN mock draft simulator was Sam Laporta, the tight end from Iowa, still there. I took him, too. So I came out of this draft with Kincaid and Laporta. Then in the fourth round, at pick 116, you're going to hate me. I went quarterback. And I got Dorian Thompson Robinson. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew he was going to be mad about this one. I wanted to see his face. He's close. He's pulling a sweatshirt up over his head right now, folks. No, you know what? I was hyping up. I, so I think DTR came out a year too late. It's just like, I think he needs to be in like a Lamar offense. You know what I mean? Like, I think that if he comes in for Jordan Love, it's like two totally different offenses. Yeah, probably. Yeah, to a degree, because right, so he runs so much. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the, the Tavian Wicks, who I thought the Packers like at 170. Cameron Young, the defensive tackle at 232. And then three dudes nobody cares about in the seventh round. But I did not draft a kicker, and I should have. Okay. Hey, I'm going to do one today, okay? All right. I got it up fast, so it's not going to be – Yeah, it's you know, So, but really quickly, I didn't want to accept the trade offer, but really quick, would you take this? Because I got a good one. Pick 13 and pick 78 to the Ravens for pick 22, pick 86, a second-round pick next year, and Rashad Bateman. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to reject it, like, for draft – like, no way. Like, who the hell is the Ravens' number one then? OBJ? Yeah, OBJ is for sure, yeah. Yeah, well, like, B- Bateman's got to be the number one. Yeah. But I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. He's going to be better than Jackson Smith and the Jigba, and then you get pick 22 and 86. No no way. Like, ooh, the Bengals want to get pick 13. They want to give up 28 and Jonah Williams. We do not want anybody on that Bengals offensive line. We yeah, but he, but he might – but hold on now. He might get traded. No, I know. I heard that yesterday that he might get moved. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Joe Um, Williams might be out there. All right, I'm up, and uh, Bijan's here. Hey, let me ask you a question real quick. Buda Baker, what would you give up for Buda Baker? Packers need a safety. He's on the market from the Cardinals. Second round pick. You got extra picks. Second round pick, I love him. Would you give up one of your seconds for him? Dude, yeah, I love him. He wants to win, though. Like, are they in win-now mode? Because, like, did you watch that hard knocks? He doesn't want to be involved in any of that nonsense. I love him on and off the field, and he's one of the best safeties in the league. Yeah, I'd give up a second. Because then you don't have to worry about drafting one necessarily either. I would take care of that. All right, I go bet ahead. you probably wouldn't even have to. All right, so Bijan's here, Witherspoon's here, and Jackson Sniffman Jigba's here, and Nolan Smith, who's my favorite edge rusher in this draft. I'm going Bijan because you know me. Yep. I'm a wildcat like that. All right, we'll go over all these results. I Wow, we just got offered uh, pick 33 and Davis Mills from the Texans. No. I'm going to turn that down. Hey, that'd be a great backup for Jordan Love, though. He could play a little bit. Yeah. All right. Wow. Second round. Foskey's here, the edge rusher of Notre Dame, but so is Dalton Kincaid. There you go. So we take – man, I'm – Goot, Goot should probably worry, man. Dude, you I, get oh my God, Robinson and Kincaid with the first two picks? Holy Spark. crap. Spark, third round. Can't see. Oh, no, you defense. should add two second round picks. Oh, yeah, second. Sorry. That's that's where I'm at. That's why I was like, what the hell? Jameer, Jameer Gibbs is here, too. I can't no. take that. Darnell Washington's here. 
You know what? I'm going to – oh, my God. Hendon Hooker's here and Emmanuel Forbes, the DB from Mississippi State. Jack Campbell's here, the linebacker from Iowa. I saw a mock draft today. Jalen Hyatt's here. First round. We're taking Jalen Hyatt. We're going to take some speed. We're going to get Jordan Hall, dude. Oh, man. We may have just fixed it. Now, here we are again. Uh, Darnell Washington is still here. Emmanuel Forbes is still here. Hendon Hooker is still here. We're in the third round now? Yeah. I'm going to take this kid out of Northwestern that I always struggle with his name, even though I've watched every yeah, single Edible, Yeah, I'm going to take him. We're going to reject these offers. No, I, I'll i tell you right now, if that draft played out that way, A, the whole state would be partying. If you ended up with Bijan Robinson, Kincaid, Jalen Hyatt, and it comes back in the third round and Washington is there, you got to take Washington. All you right, got so, to. You would have so, Washington and Kincaid at tight end going forward with Bijan Robinson, Hyatt, Watson, and Dobbs. Oh, my God. It's, it's This offense is done. It's all over. Just don't screw it up, Jordan Love. Be amazing. I just, I just fixed this team for, for years, man. Like, I am pretty jacked what I just did in this draft. I just I, – I need this to uh, – I ended up getting Hendon Hooker. Man. I brought that up months ago about getting Hendon Hooker as a backup. Everybody I hated absolutely it. crucified me. Well, you were talking like in this in the second round. He was there in the second round. Well, yeah. Now I have him drop it all the way to the so so. Listen to this draft I got. Hendon Hooker's going to go in the first round on Thursday. Watch. Man, I got Bijan. I got the edge rusher out of Northwestern. I got Hendon Hooker. I got Hyatt. I got the defensive tackle IKEA IKEA whatever the hell from Baylor. And then I ended up taking Zach Pickens defensive tackle. Didn't you get Kincaid? And I got Kincaid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. There's no way that that happens. No, I don't think so either. I think Kincaid goes in the first round. Bijan goes in the first round. Hooker goes in the first round. I think I those agree. three go in the first round. I agree. I took under on Hendon Hooker, pick 28 and a half. I think he goes before 28. I, I don't even think this is a hot take anymore, but my take out of this draft is Hooker has a better career than Anthony Richardson. All depends on where they both go. Exactly. Exactly. It just does. I just want my guy Jake Hayner to get drafted. He went in that mock draft I did. He went the round after. He went in the fifth round. Oh my God! If he could fall to the Packers and be Jordan Love's backup man, and if Jordan Love does stink in a shot, I would be the happiest person on the planet. If I have to say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers, Jake Hayner reminds me of Rodgers a little bit, man. No offers out of college. Chip on his shoulder. Not the biggest dude. Can make every throw though. Rodgers is a little bit bigger. That's the thing. Although, you know, man, if you ever interviewed Rodgers or stood next to him, he's 6'1". He is not 6'2". Yeah. You know, the funny thing about this is the, 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 the fact that this took forever to get this deal done made it easier for you. I mean, look at you. The day after they traded your favorite player, you're smiling, you're loose, you're having fun on the podcast. Like, the fact that it took forever made it easier for you to kind of get over it by the time it actually happened. Well, you know, Spark, when you're 30 some, 34, 35 years old and you have hip arthritis already, you got your own worries. You really start you really stop caring about Aaron Rodgers and start worrying about yourself a little bit more. Well, I got my own like my kids got braces. You know, oh. everything costs three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Hey dad, I want to go to science camp. You look at it at six hundred bucks. I I'm just happy this is all over. No, no, he is Ryan Horvath. Follow him on Twitter, Ryan Horvath. Uh, follow me at Sparky Radio. We'll talk to you on Friday again after the Packers make their selection coming up on Thursday. Don't forget Odyssey Sports uh, YouTube page. I'll be there along with Jason Locke and Flora. 
Uh, and uh, also with Brian Baldinger on the 2023 Odyssey Draft Show. You'll see me after the Packers pick. Follow Ryan Horvath and Nick Ashu and Trista Crick uh, at night. Uh, as the draft's going on, they'll have pick-by-pick coverage for you uh, as well as part of the BetQL radio network. Ryan, we will talk to you on Friday. Thank you so much. Thank you.